Are you ready for a great classic podcast? JBTV, the respected name in music TV. These are podcasts that no one has heard in many years. This is the JBTV podcast series, The Classics. JBTV. In the year 2013, Filter performed live on the JBTV HD stage. Now, along with Lauren O'Neill and myself, Jerry Bryant, we're going to give you an exclusive interview with Filter and then an extended set of live music as Filter performs on our JBTV HD stage. Here is Filter, the interview from 2013. We're, this is it. <laughs> Haven't you ever been on JBTV? This, shit's, this is the real shit. Rolling yesterday. Yes, and... Since the last time you were here, you promised, and once again, you came through with the word. You said you're going to come on the show and perform live, and you did it. And the last time you were here, the trouble with angels. I know. We put it up there, and it has not moved. So every interview, it has been right there religiously. There it is. Yeah. Represented. Yeah. <laughs> She's crying still. <laughs> but now you have a new album out. Yeah. We do. It's called The Sun Comes Out Tonight, and it's mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic. Yeah. It's better than that one. Yeah. You know well, why? Better you know why? Chicago's own right here. Yeah. yeah. The All new addition it. to the band, yeah. a Kill Hannah transplant. Now, how did this happen? Um, well, we, we'd known each other for a number of years, just from you know Chicago and mutual mm-hmm. friends. And uh, their guitar player a couple of years ago, uh, there was an issue, and they needed somebody last minute. And... Uh, came in started working with the dudes and it's been like that ever since wow yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's extremely gifted and uh i was like wow well let's get together and write some songs and then it turned out to uh, be great mm-hmm. and then from there uh, we started working on um some more demos and getting our stuff together and we worked with bob marlatt for a few songs and um greg wattenberg got interested he goes why don't you try and write something that's like a, just a total hit like kind of go back to your sound that's like the old days and yeah I was, just write a hit yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well this but i like something dawned on me like catchy is what they're talking about because mm-hmm. that you know like like here i am fucking way into my career like yeah. like 20 years into my career and i'm like catchy like that's why i say hey man i shot like that's the line mm-hmm. so we just started thinking about songs in that way and hooks and and stuff like that and the next thing you know we wrote uh, a a bunch of stuff and he was like you're signed let's do this let's let's put it out so wind up's a huge uh uh, is the other component greg wattenberg personally Mm -hmm. and uh, of course ed and all those guys everybody that put you know puts everything together drew i know you know drew so Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was uh, it's the it's the it's the trifecta, mm-hmm. and we took a lot of his attitude and put it into our into uh-huh. our work as well. So. He, he's <laughs> commenting about the photo back here, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where is he? Yeah, in the uh, photo here, standing um, just to the right uh, when the picture was taken. Hey, yeah, he's cute. Well, just it's kind of. I mean, the reality is, in filter, and I, you know, I hate to say this, but. Filter started off with me and a little Macintosh classic Mac. Mm-hmm. And, um, do you still you know, have that Mac? I do. Yeah? I don't know exactly where it is, but I do have it. Um, because now this is filter history, so you're going to have to put it under like glass yep. and, and have it as part of the museum, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the archive. Right there with right. the lightsabers. But, you know, and then I kind of worked with some people, and uh, then all of a sudden... I had this demo and I was in Nine Inch Nails mm-hmm. 
And I had this demo, and, and Warner Brothers and Atlantic Records and everybody, they're like, this is the shit. And I'm like, okay, cool. And they're like, well, this is great. What are you doing? I said, well, it's, you know, it's a drum machine and you know, bass and guitar and some sound design. And they're like, so this is a drum machine? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And they're like, wow, man, that's, that's far out. So why don't you just keep it that way? Because we like it that way. And I'm like... Like, really? Because it's a lot easier. I don't know any drummers. I mean, Jeff Ward, I don't mean this as a joke, but Jeff Ward had just passed away, and I didn't know anybody. And, you know, I'm in Cleveland. and So it's this project, you know, Filter's this project that starts in a computer. It's written on guitar and kind of starts and goes into the computer. And we add stuff, and it kind of works incongruent with production. You know, it's not four dudes in a rehearsal hall jamming like Stone Temple Pilots was. Army of Anyone was like that. It's mm -hmm. four dudes getting a thing and everybody mixes ideas and writes. And even they actually kind of wrote with the computer as mm -hmm. well for some of it. Um, but it's not a band. So to say that, like, you know, I, I kind of got myself in some trouble with uh, with some of the other records where it was clearly me and the, and the gear and you know Gino at one point we you know even Gino he had really pumped he had really done a lot of work into it and so it was like I can't give credit to cuz uh, cuz the drums are you know the drums are fake and the mm -hmm. you know and the not I don't want to say <laughs> fake but programmed and everything mm -hmm. and so I just instead of instead of kind of mixing the world of um everything's one band and everything's one thing it's more like 9 inch nails you know, that's where I came from. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, 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 it's the studio project, and then it's the live band. And the studio project changes with every record. Because mm -hmm. even on this one, Johnny's new, but we, we used some new sound design guys that we like. That we, what are those guys called? The two, the duo? Um, well, Michael and John. Yeah, Michael and John. Based out of New York. Yeah, and they, and they these guys just were literally adding a bunch of overdubs, and like we were wow. like, yeah, that sounds yeah. great. So we've got this like team of people all over the country working to get to the level the sound that you want. And right. to say that it's like all four of us because it's not. Mm -hmm. So and the other big fucking problem is is that we keep we keep running out of drummers. <laughs> we, keep, we can't seem to hang out with drummers very well. Mm -hmm. We're just running them into the ground. I mean, that guy's oh. working his ass off back there. Yeah, and he's doing a good job he's at He's really good. We had Jeff Friedel, who's in, like, a bunch of other bands, mm -hmm. and so his schedule is crazy, and we and we were thinking, like, that would be more of a of a, a, a writing kind of uh, collaboration, not not true, because mm -hmm. he wasn't... A, he, wasn't he, was, uh, he was out making a living. Mm -hmm. And so... And then I had seen, you know, I'd seen Sound City, and I was kind of thinking to myself, like, I kind of like the technology, and I, and I, I agree with there should be drums on some stuff, but, you know, the thing that got me going was the record company going, that's a drum machine? And, like, you know, and, like, the, the punk element of, yeah, that's not a real guy playing drums. That's our programming, and that's mm -hmm. what we like about it, and that's what they liked about it. So we kind of went back to the attitude of, you know, I mean, Moby had heard uh, Short Bus, and Moby's like, it took me three listens, and then I realized you can't play cymbals and 16th notes, <laughs> you know, all at the same time. We had 17 tracks of cymbals, you know, oh. like 17 different performances of, of cymbals uh -huh. for Hey Man, Nice Shot. And, like, he was like, damn! I'm like, yeah, it's electronic, but it's rock. It's uh -huh. grunge, you know, at the time. So, 
anyways, the, the the thing is, Johnny and I are the main contributors to mm-hmm. the to the record, this record, and and uh, you know, and Jeff's brand new, and Phil's right there, and he represents the live band. And <laughs> the good the good news is, is that these these guys when they do the record, obviously he's saying the drums are are programmed. The bass on the record was played by by Johnny, who's a guitar player, so he's coming at it from a guitar player's perspective. Mm-hmm. So when you make it a live thing, you got I me. Mean, I'm I'm actually a bass player, I'm not just a, a guitar player who wants to play bass. And you got mm-hmm. Jeff, who's a kick-ass drummer. Right. So the live stuff. Even though we're playing the same songs, it gives it a whole different dynamic. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're going to hear the record. You're not going to hear it, you know, directly off the record. I mean, I take what Johnny did on the record and I embellish it a little bit with just bass player mentality. I mean, right. it might be something subtle, but it's it's a feel thing, or it's I'll, you know, slide up to an octave or something that he may not have thought to do. Right. Um, and it just it makes it, <clears throat> you know, something special, not just listening to the record live. Mm-hmm. When you know we're playing, right. yeah. Well, I gotta say, today it was and such I, a great show. And I, I have a lot of respect for Phil because you know that's exactly what I did in Nine Inch Nails. I was like, Trent had the record already done. My job was to be piggy and fucking go crazy and drink beer and throw shit at people. And <laughs> that was actually kind of developed because mm-hmm. when we first started playing, no one came. So. It was, <laughs> So, like, we were just, like, throwing beers at each other out of boredom. And then the next thing, like, the audience went, yeah! Like, the five people there, we were like, really? You like that? Uh-huh. And, and like, then the five turned into ten. And then, you know, and then so on. And if it's like a Blues Brothers film, we're throwing them at the, uh, the, yeah. the band, you know. Right, the, yeah, yeah. The, with the chicken, chicken wire. With the chicken wire and stuff, yeah. Good old filter Blues Brothers band. Yeah. Has there ever been a venue like that, though, where they do have that? Have you ever been in one of those? Chicken wire? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I just yeah. always think Not. about Al Jorgensen. Uh, in 19 uh, when was it 1988 or 1989 no it was like 1990 <laughs> and he played at the uh, the uh, the Rosemont the Riviera the Riviera and he had a cage and it was all chain link yeah. it was all like covering the stage and like he was on top of it like going like <laughs> dumping ch- <laughs> dumping uh Jack Daniels into kids' throats, like <laughs> literally, like kids, mm-hmm. like yeah, there you go, Uncle. You can Al. do that nowadays too. <laughs> yeah, back then it was awesome. We actually have a part of that uh, actual uh, system that they sent us some little pieces of it mm-hmm. when they unwelded it. So we actually have a part of that. So oh wow, yeah. that's bad. That's here at J. Oh, here it is, right here. Wow, that is an actual part of the dude. That's amazing. Good. It doubles as a weapon too, just in case you're, you know, somebody tries to carjack you, you can just shank them. Yeah, you think that would happen with these guys? <laughs> yeah, you see them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there are three taut, good-looking men. I'm sure that they're fighting the women and men off. So it's, it's, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, especially for a married oh, yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm married. I got a couple of kids. Mm-hmm. So how is that uh, uh, being a family man and rock and roll? How do you balance that? Well, the good news is is that the kids are being raised in a completely amazing, safe environment mm-hmm. where, like, you know, I, I, my wife and I are just, the whole thing is I didn't want them to have any kind of, like, like when I grew up, it was I was the last of five, mm-hmm. and so it was like you know by the time my parents had me, they're like Jesus Christ, another one, you know. <laughs> um, so I wanted to make sure that like whenever my kid wanted to talk to me, they they could just talk to me. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm just all about them when You're I'm very hands-on. I'm extremely hands-on. Cool. And we just found out that our, our girls go into uh, one of the best schools in Calabasas, mm-hmm. and we're psyched about it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, they ha- how are they with music? Are they, like, picking up instruments already, going, you know? Well, <laughs> Ridley love, they, they're really appreciating it right now. Remember, they're five and three. Mm-hmm. So, um, prime age. Yeah, they're they're this is like their prime time. Yeah, they're appreciating it uh, really, really well. I mean, Sloane's kind of more of a performer. Uh, she's like dancer. She's like she's extremely wow. outgoing. I see and videos. You take you you'll take videos of them singing the songs in the background in the car when yeah. they're taking car trips, and they're singing along. It's the cutest thing you'll ever see. But they yeah. they know all the words, you know, so they obviously <laughs> dig it. Yeah. Like the, the the we have the song, and it's going sit yourself down, mother, right, yeah. all right. And they're in the back going, sit yourself down, mother booger. Booger? Why would you say mother booger? Like, you know, when they're five, I'm like, that's because it's about boogers. Mother's boogers. Mom's boogers? No, just any mother's boogers. It's so much fun. I have such a great time. The worst part about it is, is that I have to do the tour and mm-hmm. run out there and do everything. But... You know, I stay in contact with them. I call them every time. You know, mm-hmm. there's always eye chat going on. There's mm-hmm. face FaceTime or whatever. That's so cool. Skype, yeah. anything. So. Yeah. Now, when are you guys going to have kids? <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you offering? <laughs> no. My cock is ticking. <laughs> it's about that time. Yeah, it's about that time, yeah. Uh, I don't know, Johnny. What are you thinking, honey? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I, I don't know. It's, people ask me. I haven't I've thought about it before, but I don't... I, I'm too selfish right now, uh-huh. so I don't know. Probably in ten years or mm-hmm. something. Maybe. Well, then it'll be too late. Then it'll right, be too right. old. Then I'll be too <laughs> old. And then I'll be. Then when they're a teenager, I'm the, I'm just the the dork dad, you know. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. So, isn't this exciting, huh? This guy, I think dork. <laughs> I don't know, man. This is true rock and roll here. This is like this is the rock and roll guy. It happens with everybody. So I'm sure when I'm in my in my sixties and I'm like, talking to my kid, he's gonna with think, this. Hey, 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 hey. No, 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 but I'm talking about like to, in my kids' eyes. So you're always going to look at your parents sometimes and be like, oh, those are my parents. You know what know. I'm saying? Unless your dad is Richard Patrick, then yeah. I don't yeah, think. I could see you maybe a graceful 70 year old on the golf course in the elastic leather pants, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, elastic leather <laughs> pants. Yeah. yeah. He'll still have the boyish figure too. Yeah. So, <laughs> so is it true? You know, I met your parents. Yes. At the Metro. Yes. And they said that uh, they watched the show religiously when they before they had you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were my parents are musicians. And they've wow. Always, they've always yeah. been. Wow. They've always been. Uh, I mean, yeah, obviously hurt. they're. No, I think <laughs> that's cool. It's great. No, that's the thing. They've, you know, they appreciate <laughs> everything music. Obviously in, mm-hmm. in Chicago as well, and they were always fans of it. And so then when you know early in the Kill Hannah days when we started doing your show mm-hmm. they were just thrilled you know wow. like, oh yeah Jerry's amazing so, yeah, yeah and I'm so. going you know this is probably the one success it. story at JBTV yeah. where there was a possibility right yeah, exactly. <laughs> that during an episode of JBTV there he was yeah right. <laughs> they were watching like damn that show's hot come on <laughs> get off your ass start I'm born guitar. for rock and roll <laughs> right. where's my here. guitar his mom was here today my mom really? was here today yeah, yeah. 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 she was just here Bonnie Herman yeah wow she's a big name in the this is so cool world. What, yeah. what a great I, I'm just the music you guys are doing oh, thank and, you and the sound you're getting and uh, the new album and everything 
everything. This is just the best. And on this edition of JBTV Filter, they're coming up next. I have Lauren O'Neill from Q877. They're Chicago's underground alternative. And you had a chance here at JBTV. We do a national radio show mm -hmm. for Howard 101, which Sirius XM Radio, the Abe Cannon Show. Right. And you sort of jumped in yeah. and did an impromptu interview. How was that? Oh, that was awesome yeah, over yeah. at Sirius. Yeah, it was actually really fun. We started talking about, uh, gosh, we hit a, a lot of crazy subjects. Gun control. Yeah. You know, uh, tons of stuff. We started talking about Sidney Poitier. <laughs> we, talk, we were talking about Sidney Poitier. And we, no, we, well, it, 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 it we started talking about Django. Django. Mm -hmm. That movie. Right. And the use of the N word. And then we were like, you know, but then he said Sidney Poitier told Quentin Tarantino not to hold back. Not to go hold for back. It. So then we got on that. And, and so did Jamie Foxx and, and, and a lot of other guys. And, and, you know, Spike Lee's making fun of it. And then he started talking about, then, then they brought up Jungle Fever, which is kind of about interracial uh, relationships. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but Sidney Poitier did the groundbreaking movie, yeah. Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? Yeah. And so that was our conversation. <laughs> it was very wow. lovely. But yeah. always nice to see Ryan Mano. Yeah, Ryan Mano, Abe Cannon, yeah. Bass, and uh, it's just a good team there. Yeah. We're, we're so proud to huge, have him here at uh, JVTV. Yeah, you know, they were a huge. Uh, you know, they played him and I shot and, yeah. and and made that record platinum with mm -hmm. a lot of other amazing stations in the country. And yeah. To him, I am grateful. Mm -hmm. I still think radio is the most important medium out there because it is still the one-on-one. -on -one. And mm -hmm. when anything really weird happens, like some event, you try to use your cell phone, it doesn't work. Right. Mm -hmm. right, right, right. You know, because they'll shut them down. They, like, shut us off. Like at the, the bombings and stuff, all your phones and everything get shut off. Right. So, yeah. so it's like you got a cell phone for emergencies. Right. But when there's an emergency, you can't get anything. So. <laughs> because they don't want you to communicate on that level, on that one-on-one -on -one level, but in a mass you know, because you guys are pumping out, mm -hmm. and it's all going out. Mm -hmm. And we did a radio, webcast today. I still believe radio is, is completely king to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, I look at the charts more than I look at, you know what I mean? I'm always like, yeah. Mm -hmm. But radio meet, uh, actually reaches so many people in so many ways that you don't understand because people still listen to radio. Yeah. In their cars, driving oh, yeah. around, and they're tuning around, you know? You do yeah. that when you're on tour, right? You try to listen to some of the local Absolutely. stations and everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm, you know, there's there's... There's XM, but there's I don't really have XM. I just go to I just go to all the radio stations that are in Los Angeles, and mm -hmm. I just do the same thing I've been do doing. Do you have a favorite one in LA? Favorite radio station? Yeah. I mean, I guess we should probably say like the K, K Rock, ninety eight seven, ninety eight seven. I think we should. I think we should. Oh, it's not Star anymore. I think we should just say ninety eight seven. It's just ninety eight seven. Yeah, uh -huh. they, 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 it's an alternative format. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, we did stuff with them a long time ago. We yeah, have, we have K Rock as well. K Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the they original go, station. Yeah. That's the one that built it. Uh, yeah, K Rock, K L O S. Yeah, K Rock. Yeah. 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 Those are good stations. I grew up in L A. So what the shame is, those great radio stations are a lot of them are just automated now, and they're all owned by the same company. You know, it's like uh, you guys being in 12 bands at the same right, time right. and you just go from band to band. Well, it sort of works on you and another band, sort of. Are you still with Kill Hannah? Or what's yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we, everybody's just so busy, you know, mm -hmm. like I'm obviously just did this record and I'm, I'm you know, I, we hope to do more as well, but yeah. Um, yeah, like everybody, you know, Greg, obviously. You gotta have a lot of gigs mm -hmm. yeah. these days. But I mean, you know, it's like Chester uh, from Lincoln Parts in, in STP and it's like, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, someone's got to keep the show on the road. And, yeah. like, you know. He's got other bands, too, that people yeah. don't really know, like Dead by Sunrise. Dead and, by Sunrise, yeah. yeah, with the guys yeah. from Orgy. Yeah. Wow. Julian K. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. yeah. You need other gigs. I mean, Maynard, same thing. I mean, he does. I don't know if he needs it, but if Tools takes a long time to make a record, then, he'll, and you he'll. can go off and do Perfect Circle, mm-hmm. then why not do or that? Or, yeah. or Trent with, uh, uh, Trent with um, How to Destroy Angels. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, it's I did good. Army of Anyone, you know. There's I mean, nobody in this band that just does filter. We all do other things. Right, right. Yeah. You know, we all have other other jobs mm-hmm. and careers and stuff going on. Philip has a very uh, high-profile career for Hardee's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He does a, voiceover he is work. He's the yeah. Hardee's voice guy. Yeah, we learned that the last time you were here. You were yeah. talking about voiceover. Not, you, can't, you were kind of happy that we were talking about, like, Petty Cash and stuff. Yeah, that's where I was going. <laughs> uh, no, Petty Cash is my other band. Yeah, um, great it's a band. Tom Petty, Johnny Cash cover band. Uh-huh. Yeah. So when are we gonna have you on JBTV? <laughs> Petty Cash? Yeah. Well, let's make that. Let's make that happen now. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, <laughs> make it happen. Oh, he's, he's it's got all it. covers. It's all. I mean, it's all Tom Petty, Johnny Cash. But uh-huh. it's it's a good it's a good project. Johnny Cash was one of those artists that uh, was crossing the boundaries, and uh, they, they were first in country, and then sort of went into rock and roll, yeah. and um, now he's like considered just a great artist that can go into any format. Mm-hmm. You know? Awesome. We do a couple of petty songs as if Johnny Cash were doing them, and it, it's fun. And everybody in that band is in other things. Um, yeah. You had something from The Offspring. Uh, mm-hmm. Todd Morris, who's their touring guitar player, is one of our singers. Oh, wow. uh, um, there's a band called Ven Rez. I don't know if they've come through here. No. Uh, two of the guys in Ven Rez are in Petty Cash. Mm-hmm. Juliet and the Licks. Um, remember that band, Juli- yeah. Juliet Lewis? The other four guys in Petty Cash were the Licks. That's wow. actually, it started uh, when right. they were doing the Juliet stuff. Yeah. And uh, which is actually kind of how I know Johnny. Yeah, because when when it, I was working, I still do with uh, Kemble Walters, uh, former guitar player from the Licks, and mm-hmm. his bandmate in uh, and, in, yeah, in, call Petty it, Cash. In, in Petty Cash. But someone I, who is actually almost as thin as Johnny, and I say <laughs> I say almost. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was in a band called Volume, and. Um, when I got the call from the previous guitar player that Rich needed a bass player. So I joined Filter. I left Volume. Volume sort of fell apart. Campbell put it back together as, as a band called The Blank Faces. Which I, Johnny was the guitar player in Blank Faces. Right. So <laughs> I called, and, then, and then these guys called me yeah. and ended my stuff with them. So I, I called Campbell the, uh, the Filter Farm team. And, yeah. then, and then everybody just started fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and one fucking good time after another. That's where babies are coming from. Retina. <laughs> Well, this is an awesome edition of JBTV Filter. They're playing live on our JBTV HD stage. The one and only 28 years. Can you believe I've been doing this for 28 years? Just for the love of great music. And you grew up on JBTV. And that is the best thing ever. I used to see you at Marilyn Manson when the first time you ever did Metro. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing you there with the camera. I was just like, you know, that was I love a tough shit. concert to shoot. Was it Twiggy on the side? Was it that? Twiggy was on your side. Yeah, yeah, and he wasn't wearing underwear. Nope, nope. And nope. every two minutes, I have the camera down there with the wide-angle lens. <laughs> let me tell you, I'm going. I can't use that shot. <laughs> I can't use that shot. <laughs> for a different show. Well, it never got on TV, but <laughs> I'm going. Boy, this is a <laughs> doing the math on that. A wide-angle lens would just make you not look impressive. It just makes everything look real small. Yeah. No, wide-angle lenses make things look bigger. Oh, well. It if depends on where you place if it. If you're right in the middle of it, like, it's going to be like, like yeah. a tuna can. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it's a fish eye lens. But you know, with my, I had another lens on this camera, and I would stand like really close to the lens. Yeah. And I would gain like 50 pounds. Right. So it would be, always be cool. Like the closer you get, the more weight you get. You know. Yeah. So. <laughs>
I'm like silenced. You actually got me like speechless. This is so great. I appreciate this so much. Thank well, you're you. the best. This is the best band on the face of the earth. Now, how much degree of separation is it, considering all the bands and everything? Is it one degree? Is it six degrees? With all you guys moving around and all the connections and everything? From Kevin Bacon. From yeah. How many degrees? Yeah. Right. To Bacon. I'm one degree from Kevin Bacon on a, really? on a different scale. I, yeah. I'm, I'm my, one my degree because my brother. I knew this was going to come. I knew this was going to happen. I, I sort of dated his niece for quite Are a while. So, yeah. I'm totally kidding about yeah. the Kevin Bacon thing. One degree of separation here at JBTV. I, yeah. yeah. I was in the movie Very Brady Sequel with Tim Matheson, who was in Animal House with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I think my brother works with Kevin Bacon on a movie. We're down to a quarter degree of separation. So <laughs> I've seen him in Malibu. Does that count? Wow. <laughs> Isn't that amazing how six degrees become totally obsolete? It's now one or less. Right. Yeah. Damn internet. Well, anyhow. President Barack Obama, because uh, Jessica Darrow has is, is worked on his campaign. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Greg and DJ when I say yeah, Greg DJ'd for uh, the for president, shit, there he is too. <laughs> Zero degree. Hey, Greg, you gonna come Look in how here? Ready is. <laughs> yeah. He's like so like that is good for you, man. <laughs> Greg's the best. He's helping me out here, put the, everything together. And we got Lauren O'Neill from Q eighty seven seven. Lauren, you got some questions for the band? Of course. Okay, Lauren O'Neill from Q eighty seven. She's with Chicago's Underground Alternative, and you can check them out all around America mm -hmm. at Q eighty seven seven. Dot com. Yeah. Yep. And uh, she is awesome on the radio. Aww. Good radio station. Now you got some good questions for the band here? I do. Okay, she's coming up next right here right now on JBTV. We haven't actually didn't even get to shake hands. I've just been running around like, hi, do you Yeah. Lauren. Hi, nice Lauren. Nice to meet you. Hi. Very pretty eyes. Thank you very much. Richard Patrick said I have pretty eyes. I'm not flirting. Very <laughs> no, 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 not at all. You guys can just say the truth because I'm already yeah. taken, so what's yeah. up? You know what I'm saying? Yep, absolutely. You know I what agree. I'm saying? Why not Why just not? spread the reality? Just, like, hey, pretty eyes. Facts, Boom. Just lay Thank you very much. Right there. Boom. No? Pretty eyes, pretty eyes. There yeah. you go. You have pretty eyes, too. Thank you. You all have pretty eyes. Apart. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. You look, you look amazing, actually. I appreciate that. And you that. sound amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> Give us a moment, yeah, guys. Really? Why are you doing that? So, I mean, God, the legend of Filter is just unreal. And you've been doing this band for 20 years. Yeah. And you sound so crazy good. Do you have secrets on how you maintain your voice? I just do warm-ups and I go to the doctor when I'm sick and that's okay. kind of what it's supposed to make everything perfect. That's it? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, and no surgeries yet or okay. anything like that. So, but it's it's basically just warming up and living life very like mellow and you know, no, not too much like caffeine. I'm really glad that I stopped smoking cuz that's a that's a hard one. Yeah. You know. Um, you know, don't go to bed with any uh Red sauce from uh, uh, from pasta. He can't. Wait, these are secrets. These oh, are things that people don't think reflux, about. Acid reflux. Acid reflux. Take Prevacid AC. Okay. Take Mucinex. Check. Take take <laughs> Mucinex to to give your throat the uh, get rid of any kind of hard mucus. We were talking about this the other day. Just like the crazy, you know, people come up to us and say like, "So what's it like being in a rock band?" And then you know, like, you guys are like drugs on the bus. I'm like, "Hell yeah, yeah. we got." Advil, yeah. wellness, vitamin C, vitamin C, You're like, this is not our first rodeo. <laughs> yeah. Not even, it's not even like that anymore. I'm, I survived the '90s and now it's all good. <laughs> That's so. good. You survived the '90s and come out on on the better end of it. I think. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Cool. Thank well, 
um, the new album, I am so looking forward to. Uh, I don't think I've been this excited about anything. Maybe besides just working with Jerry. But uh, is badass. Other than that, the sun comes out tonight. I mean, when I first, if you go to officialfilter.com, by the way, you can download uh, We Hate It When You Get What You Want for free right now. And that was the first song I heard. And I was just like, fuck yes. Cool. Filter's back. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Please tell me about that song. Where did that one come from? We, we, we Hate It When You Get What You Want. It is kind of like um, the... The, the prestigious few who who take everything really seriously and and kind of like drive the 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 cool hot car because that's you know just the the label whores or just the um and they'll do anything they'll do anything to get what they want they'll they'll mow you down they'll 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 some of the you know you hear stories about wall street guys just like you know, well, if I buy this company, which is what Mitt Romney did, he's like, if I buy this company... Don't get me started on that. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if I buy this company and get rid of all the old sentimental workers that are there and, and clean it up, I can sell it in six months and at a 10% profit and make $100 million and then leave them. And then just... And, just, and it's just like, wow, how many... You know, I, if I fire eight thousand people, no one's going to care because I'm making more money. You know, so especially if you do it on inauguration day, then no one will notice. Yeah, I'm not angry or anything. So it's no, not I'm, just. I'm, I'm fully. I'm as liberal as it gets. I think. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I, I consider myself an extremist, which is actually pretty moderate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the far right makes i mean the like the far right makes like even the middle look even crazy like they're still talking about abortion <laughs> they're still talking about you know they're still talking about god in school they're still talking about like this wild shit anyways yeah. so it's about fuckers that drive around <laughs> in fucking golf carts and you know, and I'm glad to hear that because it's a, you know you first hear the name of the song and we hate it when you get what you want. It's like as Richard Patrick just being a hater and maybe had a bad day or yeah, what? I, well, I was a little kid. You know, I I was a caddy at one of these country clubs and I just remember like there was really some cool people. There was a lot of really cool people, and then there were like the dicks. You know, there were like these these just a few of them were just like really dicky like i'm a 14 year old kid i'm carrying your bags around so you can play golf and you're giving me shit because you hit your ball into the rough into the next fairway and i can't find it and i gotta run over there with your bags and go look for your ball that you, you know what i mean like 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 really kind of crappy uh you know experience with some of them and to me it's it, it buys into that country club mentality that that where you know the the whole idea is to be wealthy and 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 get there to the top and be the fucking top and you know and crush everybody in the way and so I don't know I have I have some bad memories from childhood. <laughs> but do you want to talk about it? Do you need? I feel like you want this is to, a therapy let's get session. Some therapy right man. Let's get it out, buddy. No, but uh, I so yeah, we have this new video actually. It's just gonna come out soon. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about the picture you posted. Like, I wonder how much water does it take for all these rich people to play golf? And I wasn't at the video shoot, and I saw the picture, and I was like, that's my parents' country. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to be a member there. Yeah, it's a, that's actually the, the actual more liberal of the country yeah, clubs. In that area. And that's why they, they let us do the video. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like the middle class, you know, people who actually like to play golf, and they're not country club people. There is well, if you're playing that. A country club, yes. Yeah, so well, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, here, here's more of what I was talking about. Like, 
like when I was a kid, like, you know, I'd be like, hey, dad, how come how come there's no like black kids or there's no like there's no black members or anything? He's like, well, you know, uh, you know, when you're a caddy, they call you spook. And I'm like, yeah, that they call a spook. Why, why do they call a spook? And he's like, well, because no black person's going to want to be called spook. So that's how we keep everybody white. And I'm like, now, now my dad was relaying what they sure. were, but he was fully against it, hated, hated having to go there, went there because of his, of his job, because that's where they made deals. You know, that's where they, they'd play a round of golf and impress you with this, you know, this, this membership and all this stuff and this, this social clique. And the reality was, is that, you know, he really just wanted to play golf. Mm-hmm. So like he, you know, so within society, you know, within society, uh, uh, you know, there's rock musicians that that want to have a great time and party and mm-hmm. get have fucking a million girls and everything like that. This band has always had a little bit of a social conscience, and I've always brought up things that were just like really upsetting. Like, "Hey Man, I Shot" is about the R. Bud Dwyer, you know, mm-hmm. footage where the guy like blew his head off at a press conference. And to me, that's an amazing like social event then and you can't just call it crazy because he had a whole bunch of reasons he might have been depressed he might have been crazy but but why did he do that in eastern civilizations it's it's a sign of like it's like the right thing to do well you fuck this up go kill yourself you know like that's that you know they that's the the way it is so just understanding that to me that's like a conversation let's let's talk about crazy stuff and 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 it just happens that it's the main focus in in music for me you know on a lot of it so going back to like what do you say is the video is a bunch of kids that are screwing around and jump a fence to a a country club and start you know basically you know just screwing around on a, in a country club and then all of a sudden the golfers get super pissed and the kids kind of defend themselves and uh, start start basically assaulting all the members and then it goes into this whole thing where they're in the the dining room and I'm a waiter and he's a cook and then we we have this whole video and the kid the the, the members are getting really pissed and they're attacking the kids and the kids were like wanted to make a they wanted to make a prank where they they stole the, everybody's wallets it looks like a robbery but the big Spoiler alert! The mm-hmm. big, uh, the big thing is, is they pour all the wallets out of a bag, put it on the floor, and burn the wallets because it's like, you know, that's not who you are. This is so. Is this this is based somewhat in reality from a piece of your past that yeah. has been embellished a little bit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it it was inspiring to the to the 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 the, the video maker who's Kyle Thrash and. Uh, he actually came up with this whole thing on his own, and and I just was like, you know, like like Johnny and I were like like you know Fight Club or or, or fun and games. We were thinking like on that level, kind of what the ninety nine percent, you know, that kind of an issue. But then he took it and ran. I'm like, man, you're you're beating people up. You're you're assaulting people in our video. He's like, yeah, like, like and so I was like, all right, if the label wants to do, I mean, he's know. like, it's rock and roll, relax. Yeah, yeah. So I was okay with. I mean, as soon as they said they were okay with it, I was like, great, let's do it. And it's it is. It's a great little short film about shit getting out of hand. Just things getting out of hand. I say we check it out right now. Yeah. What do you say? Filter. What do you say on JBTV? Us.
of derelict kids that kind of look like these guys break into a country club pull a couple of pranks it goes badly some of the members die of the country club you know who country clubs are right 
It's where the rich man counts all his money and plays the golf. And I don't know why I gave him a sinister German accent, but I thought it was funny, so I just did it. Um, and I was the one to go, damn, are we, are we pushing the limit in the record company? He's like, no, fuck you. Are you sure they should kill the people in the thing? Yes. And you die in it too. I'm like, great. My, my voice. So he's, How's your voice? Two weeks off. Kind of fucks with it, doesn't it? Kind of fucked me. I had two weeks off. I said, see, never take a vacation in the middle of the work season. You know what I'm saying? We're back on JBTV. I'm Lauren with Q877 here with Filter. Did you say Star Wars? Yeah, it's, this is my X-Wing fighter. And it's a big red five. I don't mean to be Luke, Luke Skywalker. a non, um, what are they called? That's an X-Wing fighter. I'm, the, the, I'm, uh, I'm a dork. Let's <laughs> just... Everybody kind of knows at this point that I just got into Star Wars when I was a kid, and um, now my kids are into it. So I'm like, yeah, Star Wars time! And my son's just like, he watches the movies, and he's like, nah. Goes right back to the toys, you know? He's like into the toys. Doesn't have, he doesn't care at all about, like, he just likes playing with dads. There you know? may or may not be a framed Star Wars poster in his bedroom. Yeah. I have a big deal. My brother Robert is Robert Patrick. My brother... I've heard of him, I think. He yeah. did a movie... <laughs> He did a movie with Harrison Ford called Firewall. And I said, dude, I've never asked for a thing from, from you. I've never asked for you know, one thing from you, and, and, I, and I want to keep it that way. But I'm, an, I'm at a Star Wars convention. And he's like, he's like, he's like, dude, Harrison Ford came up to me, and he's got a In-N-Out burger stuffed in his mouth, and he's trying to shake my hand with half In-N-Out burger all over his hand. And he's like, what's the matter, Rob? He, he does not take anything seriously. He's, like, he's super light on, on set. But I said, Rob, you got to hook it up. So I FedExed a poster to Robert, and then Harrison signed it. Aww. And, and now it's Frank. He said, to Richard, be- to Richard uh, best wishes, Harry Ford. <laughs> so, badass. And then I framed it. Aww. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, I had a R2-D2 nightlight from my father growing up. But it didn't stick either. Really? I, <laughs> you don't you don't like Star Wars? Uh, it's not that I dislike it. I just I can take it or leave it. You, I haven't you seen like rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like rock and roll more than anything too. So, <laughs> I mean, it's like rock and roll, and like a lot of and then fact, Star I Wars. Even, I don't even know if Star Wars is my favorite movie. I'd have to say my my all time favorite movie is The Deer Hunter. I've never seen that one. That's a good one. Robert Duvall, Christopher Walken. There's a band called The Deer Hunter or Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter. Right. Yeah. True. <laughs> they hunt deers? Or what? Uh, it's, no, it's true. Well, you said Robert Duvall, Duvall. It's Robert De Niro. Oh, I'm sorry. Robert De Niro. Okay. Yeah. De Niro yeah, in. Right. I'll yeah. have to look into that one. Yeah. It's one of his best performances. Meryl. <laughs> some, some guys won the Oscar for that. Yeah. Some did. Little crappy movie. You know, won an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. Deer Hunter. <laughs> Never seen it. That's all right, though. We're going we're gonna to hang. I, yeah, you can teach me. Off. You can teach me about Star Wars. Okay. I can teach you. Um, well, you said you listen to different radio stations when you're out and you're touring. You can teach me anything you want. <laughs> you, that's on tape. I mean, I'm, I'm keeping that. That is, that's like the old creepy 45-year-old, yeah, what's up, baby? It was a little, right. a little creepy. It was it? Wasn't it? Eh, yeah, see, that's, that's kind of, yeah. That's that's right. Right. yeah. We turned that corner. You know what? <laughs> I'm not embarrassed. That's all right. So... 
As you've been traveling around, yes. have you had a chance to listen to any new bands? Is there anybody that you're really excited about right now? I always fall back on the Deftones. No matter where I'm at, I, Swerve City is an amazing song. I love the Deftones. Yeah. Um, they were just here in Chicago. I do like, uh, I do like the, the Virgin Marys. They um, were just on JBTV. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of the stuff. I like a lot of the stuff out there. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really open to music. I, I you know, I, I, geez, I, you know, I mean, my kids make me listen to Carrie, per, per, uh, what's her name? Katy Perry. Perry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that getting you back for the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, that was, I guess, uh-huh. I guess. <laughs> but um, Skrillex and Dead Mouse and um, just what do you listen to? I mean, I we're, we're kind of still in our own world for just a lot of the time. That like I, when I listen to stuff, I just go back to my favorites. You know, Catherine Wheel, Nine Inch Nails, that's all that kind of stuff. But there are so great new bands that are, you know, that we've had the pleasure of doing some festival stuff with, and uh, you know, yeah, like like he said, Virgin Marys are pretty cool. Um, Dead Sarah is a really cool man from Hollywood. You know, you we're also on JBT. Right. Yeah, so I, my um, old drummer produced their record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's just this crazy cool stuff. circle of <laughs> musicians. Just everybody knows everybody. Everybody's it's pretty incestuous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little bit yeah. incestuous. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Cool. <laughs> Why don't we check out Dead Sarah right now? Yes. Nice. Which, which, what's your favorite Dead Sarah song? Oh, I don't know. I just kind of like them all. You know, the big, the big what? one. Weatherman's good. Weatherman is rad. Weatherman's my favorite. Awesome. Or yeah. Lemon Scent is bad. Lemon Scent, yeah. yep. They're great. All right. Dead Sarah, right here on JBTV.
Well, that was awesome, huh? Did you have fun with them? Yeah. I'm, I'm creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it was the, just a sliver of creepiness. It wasn't full-blown uh, creepy. I, I don't think anything was creepy. Jeez. <laughs> Made her sweat. <laughs> yeah. Did you really? I'm getting she's, hot too. She's hot and bothered. Hey. Well, it's a great edition of JVTV Filter. They're playing live. And stay tuned for a lot more music. Please let them hear you. Filter. 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 So glad to be back. It's kind of inside town. Hey, Marcus! Again, that's my friend from Dot Warsaw. Marcus, are you? Toured together back in uh, 19. Uh, well, I, I, I even said it 19, so it's like really bad. Before the turn of the century, him and I rocked out when we were on tour with Nine Inch Nails. You guys want to play this? Are we ready? Is everybody ready? We're not ready. So we're going to do a, a variety of stuff tonight. We're going to play like five songs. Is that cool? Well, back on my feet like a freight train, I'm coming, can't everybody. 
That sounds good. That sounds real. You guys sound great. Hey, can I get less vocals in my thingy? My ears. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to fucking keep rocking out. Is that all right? We're on the webs. As George Bush would say, we're on the Googles and the internets. Uh, let's keep it rolling. Jurassic You guys know that song, Jurassic that was written for the Crow 2 soundtrack. And it was badass, and it's badass now. That's what we're going to do. That's what we going to do. Yeah, let me, let's turn it. Micro rock concert. Just took, put the hands up. Let's see what that looks like.
How's the young people doing? How's the, how's the slightly older, but still, but still okay, there you go. It's just a number, man. It's kind of cool to see our generation grow up, though. Cause look at, look at the other guys, they kind of sucked. World War II guys are cool, but not the, not the Cold War dudes. Those guys sucked. Hey, you ever been in Moscow? This song is called We Hate It When You Get What You Wanted.
I love when the songs are brand new because honestly, we don't we don't fucking know what we're doing yet. And I speak for myself and anyone else that might have made a mistake in the song. Who might be on the same stage with me. No, I'm not pointing any fingers, Johnny. remember this amazing time in music when the nerds fucking became the rock stars it's called the grunge era like I was like Kurt Cobain's not even playing in tune and then I was kind of like man that's badass because that's what it's all about right well we, we are industrial as well so you know you're gonna have some sounds some programming work. Right? Right! Industrial boy right here. This song is called Hey Man, Nice Shot.
That's how we do that. We're gonna hang out, sign some autographs. You guys wanna hang out? Cool. Thank you. All right, I'll be going off the stage now. Well, there you go. Another great edition of JBTV. Now, this has been your show from downtown Chicago. We have the Chicago Connection happening here. Filter number one. Weren't they great? They're so amazing. Oh, this is awesome. So you can check us out at JBTVOnline.com, Twitter, Facebook, and a lot more. So until next time, this is Jerry Bryant from the Windy City Thank saying bye-bye, so stay high, and Jerry. keep on rocking and rolling with the best modern rock and roll anywhere in the world. And it's all here on JBTV. And on this edition, filter number one. There you go, the JBTV podcast, where we bring you the best music, the best interviews, and it's all unscripted and totally unrehearsed. Follow us on all the social media and spread the word. This is JBTV Music Television, the JBTV podcast. JBTV.